So the question is, how do busy dads get into great shape with limited time, space, and equipment, all while enjoying the process and without sacrificing family time? If you want to know the secrets to dialing in your nutrition, being consistent, and staying motivated to achieve your fitness goals once and for all, then this is the podcast for you. I'm Kevin Torres, and this is the Dad Bod Wad Podcast. What's up, Legacy Makers? Welcome to another episode of the number one podcast for busy dads who want to go from dad bod to fit dad and lose your first 20 plus pounds without fasting, without cutting carbs, and without sacrificing family time so that you can create a legacy of health and fitness, not only for yourself, but for generations to come. And on this show and inside of my program, we're teaching busy dads just like you how to do just that. So hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. And on today's episode, I want to talk about why I quit drinking. You see, I posted on social media a couple of days ago, you know, my journey, my story about like why I quit drinking almost five years ago. And it really struck a chord with many people and it resonated with a lot of people. And I received a ton of messages since that post. So I thought I would elaborate a little bit more because it might be helpful to hear the story a little bit more in depth. It might be helpful to you. If you've been thinking about it, it might be helpful to you. And not necessarily with drinking, but in other areas of your life where you're thinking, this thing that I'm doing is no longer serving me, no longer serving me and helping me achieve my goals. Therefore, I should also cut it off. So as you're listening to this episode, I want you to be thinking about, again, it doesn't just have to be the drinking. Maybe you don't drink, but maybe there are other things in your life that you're holding on to, that you're doing some habits, some routines that aren't serving you anymore, that aren't helping you achieve the goals that you want to achieve or helping you become the man or the husband or the father that you ultimately want to be. And you're like, okay, let's do this. Let's some, let's cut some ties. So again, like as a dad in 2022, right in my late thirties, you know, being a non-drinker, it's, it's pretty, you know, out there, right? And again, it's not like completely out there, but for the most part, most people in our society, in our day and age, and like in our age group are drinking and, and doing that. It's part of their de- regular routine, whether it's watching sports or just having a couple of drinks at home, et cetera. But almost five years ago, I decided that I was going to cut it all off. And it wasn't because I was, you know, I had some big problem where, you know, I couldn't, you know, I was a drunkard or that it was ruining my life or I had this like hit rock bottom moment. Instead, it was, you know, I just, it was something that I was thinking about for a long time already, right? We had our first kid and I was already experiencing how drinking regularly, even with that, you know, with our first kid was impacting how I was showing up as a dad and as a, as a husband, right? You know, come home from work, you know, have a beer or two and all of a sudden I'd be drinking drowsy on the couch, already sleep deprived because, you know, we have babies and stuff like that, right? So already sleep deprived. And now I had a beer to throw that onto the, uh, into the cocktail of being sleep deprived. And now I'm like, you know, super sleepy on the couch and no longer am I useful, right? And again, I'm not, I'm not talking about being like a complete drunkard pass out on the couch. I'm just saying, you know, when you get that one or two beer buzz and like, you know, the baby needs something now, right? You need to go change a diaper and it's like, oh, I don't want to do, I'm just relaxing right now, right? Or having a day drink, right? If my wife and I would take the baby out to go for brunch or something, and I might have like a day drink, a day beer, or even two. Well, the rest of the day was kind of shot afterwards. I'd want to go lay on the couch, relax, and all that stuff. And anything, you know, productive would sort of like fall by the wayside. And so when we had baby number two, all of that felt even more exacerbated, right? Like there was one, you going from one to two kids is pretty challenging in and of itself. And and then with the drinking on top of that, 
it could be even more challenging. It could, you know, whether it was like just sheer exhaustion or taking me out of like, you know, being on my A game or, you know, even like leading to arguments with my wife. And, you know, I'll go into this a little bit about like arguments with my wife. Um, you know, just like any other couple, my wife and I will have normal disagreements, right? You know, bicker or, you know, argue back and forth or whatever. But whenever I was drinking, I couldn't tell the difference in my mind whether we were arguing because of the substance of the argument or we were arguing just because I was buzzed or drunk, right? And so whenever we would argue, after I would like, you know, play like, you know, almost like this after action review, I'd replay it in my head. I'm like, what was the root of that argument? Was, was it because there was a legitimate issue that we were arguing about or annoyed at each other with in that moment? Or was it just the fact that I was maybe buzzed and I overreacted to something simple? Or was it the fact that I was buzzed and my wife doesn't like seeing that? And so like subconsciously or unconsciously, she sort of like, you know, picked on whatever she could pick on because she was so dissatisfied with like the fact that I was drinking. I don't know. I, I don't know what it was. But what I did know is that I can control that part of myself, right? Like I couldn't control how my wife perceived me when I was drinking or what the roots of the arguments were if I was drinking. But I did know that if I wasn't drinking, I could eliminate that as, as one of the potential issues right off the bat. And so one day, you know, we had, we had, obviously we had our our second baby and we went out for like a drink or something. And when we came home, it was fine, but I was like a little buzz. And I think I gave my kids like a, like a snack that they normally wouldn't have something sugary. And at this point, you know, we were still being like really, really diligent because our, you know, our first one was not even two yet. Our second one was like, you know, like brand new. So she wasn't obviously eating anything, but with the first one, we never gave her sugar or processed anything for like the first two years of her life. And so, um, when we came home, just out of like sheer laziness, because I was buzzed, I ended up giving her like a cup full of like cereal. And we never have that kind of like cereal in my house. I think it was like Captain Crunch peanut butter or something. We never have it. It was just like an impulse buy one day. And we had it in our cupboard. And I poured some into a cup for her and, and gave it to her. And my wife was like, you know, she came out of the bedroom after nursing the baby and was like, why is, why is our baby eating that? And I was like, oh, relax, whatever, who cares, not a big deal. But to my wife, it was a big deal because we never had given her anything processed in that way, right? And so she's like, no, this is big. But then I was like, this is stupid. And then we started arguing, right? And in that moment, afterwards, I was like, this is so stupid. Like, we're arguing about cereal. And, 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 but really, the root of it, if I was taking complete ownership, was like, I was just too lazy to make like a decent snack, right? To get something that was a little bit more like aligned with what we were feeding her. Maybe my judgment wasn't in the best place because I was a little buzzed. I was like, yeah, Captain Crunch peanut butter cereal, who cares, right? And and whether or not it's a big deal, whether or not you would give your kids Captain Crunch peanut butter is not the point. The point is that it wasn't in alignment with what my wife and I were previously doing, right? So in that moment, I was out of alignment with, with what we agreed upon, you know, like how we would like, you know, feed it, nourish our kids. And, and so again, like you guys might be thinking like, dude, that's such a stupid argument. It's not even worth it. Right. And I agree. I, 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 in my mind at the moment, I was like, this is such a stupid argument, which is why I got defensive and argued back. But then afterwards I was like, 
this is the 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 issue isn't the cereal the issue was that because i was buzzed i chose to cut a corner i chose to, and maybe my judgment wasn't all completely like on point and so i ended up getting like some cereal that she normally wouldn't have and i gave it to her and i was like relax it's not a big deal and all this other stuff and that was like the root of the argument and again in my mind i was like if that happened with this one example right now we're arguing in front of our kid over cereal and my little kid is like observing that and witnessing that I was like I don't ever want my kids to see something like that again right to see us arguing about something so inconsequential but like you know we're really arguing there arguing the points and and have it be because I was drinking okay and again I want to say this and I want to underscore this I wasn't ever like a drunkard stumbling it wasn't like you know ruining my life I wasn't spending all my money on it but anytime I had a drink, it it prevented me from being 100% on my A game 100% of the time, right? There's already enough happening around stress, exhaustion, you know, sleep deprivation. You know, at the time I was a vice principal, so doing that and, you know, so like there was already a lot of other things happening that were already stressful that I didn't need to add an additional sort of like handicap by making myself buzzed or drunk right and and so like in doing so like like i said when anytime i drank i wasn't 100 percent on my a game 100 percent of the time and i'm not talking about being perfect 100 percent of the time i'm just talking about being present being self-aware being able to make the best choices in the moment for not only yourself but for your family for your wife for your kids etc and i was like that's it this was such a stupid argument and i don't know if we were arguing because she's just picking on me because I'm like buzzed or I don't know if we, you know, this was a stupid argument because it's just cereal and she should relax. I don't know if this is a stupid argument because I'm just, you know, I'm just being lazy and the kids eventually got to eat things like goldfish crackers and stuff like that. So what's the point? Why are we delaying this? I don't know. But what I do know is that if I wasn't drinking or if I if I if I stop drinking altogether, I could eliminate that as a variable ever again. And now, so in that moment, it was just like in one shot. I didn't have to wean myself off. I didn't, you know, maybe I'll just have one beer instead of three or two. I just in that moment, I just said I'm done, and I stopped. And that was in the summer of almost five years ago. So you know, my daughter was born in the summer of. 2018 or in in the spring of 2018 and so that summer 2018 i i said this is this is done this is ridiculous i'm done and i haven't looked back since and obviously there were some social settings some social situations that you know made it a little bit more challenging you know with um you know whether it's like seeing coworkers, you know going to happy hour and being like just drinking like a seltzer or something like that while they'd be like, come on, take a shot, man, take a shot. Um, or like, you know, hanging out, having dinner with friends, right? Or even family, like whenever there's like a family event and it's like, oh, would you like a beer? Would you like a wine? Or let's celebrate. And it's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. You know, there's, there. It, it's almost like counter, it, it, it's not normal. I'm not saying it's not normal or unnormal, but it's it's not the norm, right? To be the only person not drinking. For, for no reason. It's not like, you know, like it was, you know, I have a health issue or a religious issue. It's just like, no, I don't drink anymore, right? And that's like a hurdle in and of itself that, you know, I don't think many people like think about, you know, whether it's you're going on a diet or starting a fitness regimen or, you know, wanting to quit smoking cigarettes or wanting to quit alcohol. 
there are these other sort of like routines and associations that make it that much more difficult for you to actually stick to your plan, right? And so one of the ways that I had to navigate it was just like, I just decided in my head that I don't drink anymore. And I and I made it a part of my identity where it's not like I said like, hey, I'm trying to cut back or I'm trying to quit drinking or I no longer want, I just told myself, I'm not a drinker, I don't drink, right? And so I identified with who I wanted to become. Like, I don't drink anymore, I'm not a drinker, I don't drink, right? And in doing so, by being able to just like be that convicted with like my identity, where it's just like, I don't drink, not I'm not trying to drink anymore, or I'm trying to cut back, you know, it's like this process, like I'm, I'm trying to cut back on cigarettes versus like, oh, I don't smoke, right? Hey, man, you got a light? Oh, no, I'm not carrying a lighter these days because I'm trying to cut back on smoking versus, hey, man, you got a light? No, dude, I don't smoke, right? Just like really identifying with, with, with what you ultimately want to become. And so I quickly identified with this. I'm not, I don't, I don't drink anymore. And so going into those social settings was a little challenging. I had to explain myself sometimes. And sometimes, you know, people, and you know, and more often than not, most people don't care more often than not, people are like, Oh, okay, cool. You know, like, like Chad from SNL, like you want to drink? No, thanks. It's like, okay, right, <laughs> that dude. Um, so, you know, most people aren't going to care, but sometimes they will, especially if you have friends who are like, dude, come on, man, what's the matter with you? Come on. It's just one beer, man. It's just one shot, man. Or family members who are like, come on, it's, we're celebrating. It's a toast. Have a toast, right? Like let's champagne or whatever, even for New Year's coming up, all that. You just, if you want to stop drinking, if you decide like this is something you want to do, you have to identify as that. Don't just say I'm cutting back or I'm trying not to have as much. Just say, okay, I'm done. Just decide. Just decide to do that. And I'm not saying you have to decide to do that now, right? I'm not saying this is your call to action to quit drinking, but I want to draw your attention to anything that you feel like might be holding you back from becoming the person you ultimately want to become, from achieving the goals that you actually want to achieve. Whether it's, you know, you know, snacks, eating cookies every day or, or whatever, not exercising or drinking or smoking or, I don't know, watching porn, anything that's holding you back from becoming the person that you want to be, anything that you have that's like a little vice, that's an addiction or that's like part of your daily habits and routines that deep down inside you know aren't congruent with ultimately the type of man, father, and husband you want to become. Cut it off. Decide and cut it off and then become the person who identifies as that, right? Like, like you know, like my wife is a vegetarian and like if I, she could be offered meat a thousand different ways, you know, bacon a thousand different ways, chicken a thousand, she's 100% of the time always going to say, I don't eat meat. I don't eat meat, right? Not like, oh, I'm trying to cut back or I'm trying not to eat meat these days or it's not good for me. It's not good for my heart. Just, she, she's just identifies as somebody who doesn't eat meat. She's, you know, since she was like a teenager, I don't eat meat. I don't eat meat, right? Her her identity is that strong. She is her her association with that part of her is that strong that there's no wavering, right? And so you have to do the same thing with whatever it is that you want to fix or whatever it is that you want to adjust. If you want to stop eating cookies, you know, well, first of all, don't buy them so they're not in your house, and that's going to help with that. But second, like just just decide, like I don't eat I don't eat this stuff anymore. That's, that stuff is for kids. And I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying you have to quit cookies entirely if that's not what you want. You know, I still eat a cookie too, but whatever it is that's holding you back from achieving the goal that you want or exercise, like, oh man, when your alarm goes off in the morning and you decide like, oh, I told myself I would work out, but I'm just going to snooze some more. No, just say like, no, I'm somebody who works out in the morning. I'm an early riser. I work out every single day. I work out five days a week, right? Just make it a part of your identity and decide to do that. So, 
If you need a little help, if you need a little support with getting really crystal clear on those goals and a little accountability to hold you to your word and to make sure that you're sticking to those goals, then I would love for you to consider taking a look at the Forging Lead Fathers program, which is our 16-week coaching program where we help guys lose their first 20 plus pounds. But more than that, we help them navigate all those obstacles, all those challenges. We give them the roadmap, the step-by-step routines, the daily procedures and all that stuff. And of course, the daily accountability to make sure that you're staying on track to hit those goals. You can always just go to forgingleadfathers.com, click on that apply button, fill out the application, and then I'll personally be in touch to work out if and how my program could help you hit your goals. But even if not, if you're like, nah, I'm okay with the program, I hope that your biggest takeaway from this episode is that whatever you is whatever's holding you back, whatever area of your life you feel like you need to level up in, identify it, think about it, think deeply about it, and then just decide. And I know that's easier said than done, especially when you have like associations and friends and people and you're surrounded by things that are not that. You have to just decide and then convict, be be as convicted as it's part of your identity. Just like my wife is as convicted in her identity that she'll never eat meat, right? Just like, you know, you might be a non-smoker. And so there's no way in your mind that you would ever identify as somebody who smokes. You just don't smoke, right? So that's what you need to do. Get that convicted and just decide. You don't need to have this tragic moment where you have a near-death experience in a car crash and then decide you need to quit smoking or that you yell so much at your kids and that then you decide like, I need to stop drinking or I need to stop, you know, I need to, 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 to get help so I, I don't I'm not angry as much with my kid. You don't need to have that moment. You could just play that moment in your head right now. You could imagine that moment and imagine what it would feel like to have that moment happen and then decide to stop whatever it is that you need to stop. All right, Legacy Makers, that is it. That is all. I hope you found this helpful. And of course, please share this podcast episode with a friend. If you feel like this was helpful, leave this episode a review wherever you're listening to this because this your reviews will help other guys like you find this amazing resource, this amazing community that we're all trying to build together. So until I see you next time, Legacy Makers, let's keep creating a legacy of health and fitness, not only for ourselves, but for generations to come. Let's go. Let's go.